0: Okay, so um, the sikha that we're going to learn tonight is a sikhah from, I think, Lamed Hay, Lamed Vav. So this would be 1975, and it was, I think, 11 years, the 11th yard site of the Rebbe's mother, Rebbe Zinchanah, and it speaks about tefillah, which is a theme of Rosh Hashanah. So there's, there are many different ways to learn this. So the goal tonight is to learn this differently than you would perhaps learn it otherwise. So one way you can learn this is as setting the intention for Rosh Hashanah. So like, what is Rosh Hashanah about? Rosh Hashanah is about tefillah, it's about Hashem being king. How do we reconcile those ideas? So one way to understand this is about setting the intention for our um, our experience. You know, if you wanna have a meaningful experience, part of that, a necessary part of that is to recognize what it is that we're going into, and to um, you know, the more you prepare for something, the more meaningful it is. So that is that is one way, and if we learn the Sicha that way, I think, Dayenu, it's a beautiful Sicha, it speaks about um, the holiness of our personal needs, it's a beautiful thing. But there's another way to learn the Sicha, which will come up, I think, as we have this conversation, that is as a as, a, um, as an explanation of what is love, what is rela- what, what is the core of a relationship, and really the difference between love and objectification. And we'll also see, I think tonight through the uh, Sicha, the Rebbe's innovative look at what it means to be in a relationship. So that is all what is contained in the Sicha. All right. <laughs> Have a good night. We'll see you. It's <laughs> amazing how the
1: Rebbe spoke about such, like, relevant topics, too, know. Yes. They're not just,
0: like, right. I mean, you could learn this just as something about tefillah, but the goal here is to learn this a little bit deeper. Okay, so, um, first of all, Sarah, thank you for putting this together. As always, yes, Mushki, thank you for hosting. What? Now that you've left the table, I can thank you, <laughs> um, and thank you for sending that link because this was great. I was going to just do the Yiddish, but here we have the Yiddish and English. I have to say, Mushki, thanks for hosting
2: Absolutely.
0: and for creating this beautiful spread. Sarah spearheaded it, and uh-huh.
2: it's really amazing. Yes, I feel like otherwise. I,
3: for the myself, wouldn't be learning before Shoshana. So, mm-hmm.
2: Thank you.
0: Well, that is definitely thank a good thing to happen. Pleasure, yeah, pleasure, yeah. pleasure. Thank you. Um, okay, so oh, oh, so here's what say. So I was saying. So, the English is here. I'm going to be reading the edition, translating it. I will say I, have, I haven't looked at the English side, um, so it might be a little bit different. If it's different, then always err on the side of what I'm saying. I'm kidding. You can, <laughs> you can choose. You can choose which one you prefer. All right, let's begin. Huh?
4: There you go. They have only, they have selected
0: Sichas. Um, so I guess the one that we chose is made the cut. Made it. <laughs> made the cut. All right, can't go wrong. All right, let's jump in. The beginning is fairly typical. In other words, it's going to bring... Uh, you know, a, a piece of Torah, ask a few questions, time. and then move on from there. Okay, Aleph. So in the Haftarah of the first day of Rosh Hashanah, which is the beginning of Shmuel. By the way, have you all learned Navi, Shmuel? Yes? You know, in in Lubavitch, yeshivas, boys don't learn Navi? Did we talk about this last time? Oh, okay. All right, I'm out. You don't remember that joke? It's it's, it's as bad. It's it's, <laughs> it's it's worse because Lubavitch Yeshivas are nonprofit. Uh, okay. It doesn't age well. It doesn't get better. It does not get better. Certain things get better. This does not get. This does not get better. That's just as bad as the first time. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So here we go. So it's the beginning of Sefer Shemuel. Vertet so the story is told, it's we, we read about Khana, Aishas Al her husband was Al is as free initially Khana does not have uh, any children. And then through her Tfilah, Zintek and Shila Bamishkan, and in the in the Mishkan, that was the in Shila then is Zinifka Givan Mit Azun Shmul Hanavi. She was um she was blessed, she was remembered uh, and given a child who was Shmuel Hanavi. Is the intention of reading Haftarah on, on a Yom like all Haftarahs, is, is like Kriya's Haftarah itself, to provide an instruction. In other words, the Rebbe is laying down a premise. And by the way, you'll find this in general in the Rebbe's Torah, you always have uh, premises. You have things, uh, rules that, that the Rebbe is operating with. Let's pass some extra copies down, please. So you always find. Um, the premise. And the premise here is that Torah is herah. This is something that we've we've all read and learned um, many, many times. If it's in Torah, there's a lesson, which means that if this is the half on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, there is definitely a lesson here. So is I um azayid, fun uplearning learning in the fun, in the and that the Jew should learn a lesson in the Avidah. Whether it's Shabbos, or the Chag, based on the Haftarah, just like the Torah itself, when is ben, ben yinenu, the same thing is true in our case. the Tam. is Even though seemingly the reason why we read the Haftarah on Rosh Hashanah, the first day of Rosh Hashanah, the Haftarah at the beginning of Shmuel, Shmuel Aleph, Parak Aleph, Pasak Aleph, etc., is because she was um, she 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 was blessed on that day. In fact, she gave birth on that day, but um, she was remembered and 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 blessed on that day. Um, so seemingly, in other words, the, the the simple reason why we read the haftarah that talks about the story of Hanukkah and Rosh Hashanah is because, on a timeline level, that's when the story happened. So, what should we read on Rosh Hashanah? Oh, something that happened on Rosh Hashanah. That's a simple, basic understanding. But nonetheless, he says the Rebbe says, um, um, the haftarah in brashana the haftarah itself contains many lessons." In the aveda of a Jew on Rosh Hashanah, and also many general lessons, as we will see. And since the aveda since what, what did she do to uh, generate this bracha? Thus uh, is dinikude ikris after, which is the main point of the Haftar, But Shachaz Rosh Hashanah canal is given ir tfilah Right? What was the catalyst for her blessing? It was the tfilah that she. That she did in the Mishkan in Shiloh. is so therefore it makes sense to say, as the Limer Ikri, Fun Fun Barashana is in Khan. So therefore it, it makes sense to conclude that the where are we going to find the lesson that we're going to extract from this, where? In her Tefillah in Tefillah's Khan. But Later Day of us bring inshallah, especially according to the opinion that's brought, inshallah. Shnei Luchaz right? the famous book of, uh, of Kabbalah, as Eich Tfilas chana is given by Rosh Hashanah, that also Chana's Tfilah happened on Rosh Hashanah as well. When she went to the Mishkan, it was on Rosh Hashanah itself. Okay, so what's the point of Ais Aleph? point very simply is um, that every Haftarah has a lesson. There's a reason why it was chosen for that day, whether it's a Shabbos or whether it's a Yom Tif. So the Haftar that speaks about Chana certainly has a lesson. It's not just because in, in, in uh, timeline on the calendar it happened, the story happened or she was blessed on Rosh Hashanah. No, it's because there's a lesson there about her tefillah that connects with the theme of Rosh Hashanah, which of course is a big piece of her Tefillah. By the way, the story everyone knows, right? She went to the Mishkan, she davened. he thought she was drunk, she clarified she wasn't dr- drunk, and she was blessed, Right? That story. Okay.
2: Question: Do you realize he's the Urim V'Tumim on Chavez, on Rosh Hashanah?
0: The Urim V'Tumim. You mean?
2: Like I believe. Yeah. The Urim V'Tumim was Shikaira, Sheyran. That one.
0: It was. Oh, um, he's saying how she, how he knew but, that she was.
2: That's what I'm trying to figure
0: out. It, I don't. Th- I don't know that he. Did he ask the? Remember
2: he asked the Urim V'Tumim and he saw the words, but he lost his word, so he saw pateshri. Interesting. Sheyran. So this sounds Shira, like Shira, a commentary Shira.
0: on the story. So remember, I'm going to go back to what I said before. Boys don't learn Navi. Boys certainly don't have classes in Navi. So the lucky thing we're going to, the most I'm going to have is knowing the story and maybe what those Hebrew words mean. That's like the max. But it, I, I, do, I do recall something like that. Could you use it? Yeah. I don't think it had batteries. It was, um, it was good. Batteries not included. By the way, there are many things that were done in the Beis Amidash that we cannot do on Shabbos. For example, shkita. They literally killed an animal on on on, uh, on Shabbos. Right. Right. They brought a tammid every single day, Tummid in the morning, a tammid in the afternoon, and they brought an extra musif just to like, just to add on extra. extra yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Anyway, they burned things in those nesbeh. Fire was happening. Things were burning. It's You know that the don't used to wear shatnas? His begotten had wool and linen together.
4: I remember learning.
0: Why this. is that? No, I remember. Why? Certain things didn't apply. I mean, that's a simple reason. Certain things were transcended by the Beis Middlesex Mishkan experience. On a deeper level, am sure there are deeper answers, which we will save for next time. Okay, Beis. <laughs> <base. laughs> <laughs> Moving along. What's that? Wait. Oh, I see Beis is calling. Vedman, das Fraschein, behek de in dem sibir v'egan So we'll understand what the lesson from the story is by looking more closely in the story of tefilas as Asfir hat eli hakayinir an al shakira. Initially, Eli HaKain, who was the kohen gadol, Elie took her, believed her to be a uh, inebriated. While her tefila is gaven in an eifin from the beres aliba, because she was speaking to herself. And hot ir derfar iskeret and and he said, therefore, he said to her, how long are you going to be, uh, is your drunkenness going to be here? When Chana Khana therefore answered him, no, no, my master. It's not true. I'm not drunk. I'm pouring out my heart before Hashem. Seemingly, this whole story, the story doesn't make sense. Aleph, you're going three questions that are very powerful. V'kumtas? As How could Eli Hakayin make such a mistake? the instead of recognizing that she's davening from an outpouring of heart, another other words, she's pouring out her soul in front of Hashem, he doesn't recognize that. Instead of that, he thought she's she's drunk. Talk about a mistake! It's not a little mistake. That's like totally missing from one extreme to the other. It's not like he misread the situation. He completely misread the situation. But hey, second question. I feel, now, the question is also about Eli. right? Who Elie is. Ali is a kain Gadol. Eli has a kain. first of all, a Kayin, rather Reverend doesn't say this here, but I'm saying this. Kayan is ish chesed. A kain Gadol has to be like really a lot of chesed. You know, in, in life, we're always filling in narratives right? There are certain objective things that happen, but I would say 90% is all narrative in conjecture, right? You see something, and you say, aha, I know what happened. You don't even, it's like, you don't even tell yourself, aha, I see what happened. It's like, it almost happens naturally, because human beings are storytellers, so we fill in the story. So depending on where you are, you know, who you are, your personality, that's how you're going to fill in the story. That's why it says, em habanam you know, and how tell him, em habanam halukah. What's em habanam Chassid says, "Em habanem smeichal." What's the key to simcha? Em habanem. What's em habanem? Em habanem. Ema is bina. You have chachma and bina. Chachma is objective fact. Bina is interpretation. Em habanem smeichal. What's the key to simcha? Is how you interpret things, because the objective reality is neither. Is it happy or unhappy? Depends how you look at it. You know the story with the two boys, with the twins. One was a pessimist. One was an optimist so one kid is a pessimist, one because the optimist, so the parents decide while the kids are in school one day, they each have two separate rooms. So Sandy Springs house. So they, they figure, um, what they're going to do is, the kid who's a pessimist, they're going to fill his room with toys. The kid who's the optimist, they're going to fill with horse manure and see what happens. Kids come home, and they go to the rooms, and immediately the optimist kid, who's in the, uh, the pessimist kid, who has all the toys in his room, begins crying. And the optimist, kid is, is laughing and having a lot of fun and the parents go up what is happening so the optimist the pessimist the optimist kid sorry the pessimist kid in the room of toys he's crying because i don't have batteries right i don't have batteries and it's gonna break and my brother's gonna want to borrow it and i don't want to lend it and uh, i don't like this toy is complaining about everything and the optimist kid is like throwing the manure around and saying if there's so much manure there's got to be a pony in here somewhere so here's the point <laughs> That's the joke. Here's the point. The point is that what, what determines whether you're going to be happy or not. is how you think about things. By the way, besimcha, being in a state of besimcha, switch around the letters, machshava. It's all about thought. It's all about how you story tell. The question is, if you have Eli it who's a Kayen Godol, right? He's telling a narrative, telling a story about her tefillah. Objectively, she is doing something in the Mishkan. And now the question is, how do you see it? Eli Hakayin believes he goes to worst case scenario that she's drunk. First of all, who does that? Second of all, Eli Hakayin, the kain gadol, should do that. Yes, base, uh, page six. Even if you even if you'll find a reason to explain how he could have made such a mistake, it's knock out, it's still not understood. Why would the Torah tell us about his swing and a miss on this on this? Uh, on this, um, on his perception, So the Torah doesn't speak about negatively about an animal. It, says, it doesn't say it to me. It says So all the for sure. About an animal, we don't speak derogatorily. Uh, so certainly not about So why is this story mentioned? If you really thought that she was sicker, that she was drunk, z. Oh, sorry, busy, hotke endict, So then, why did he wait until she finished? If he really thought she was drunk, why did he wait until she was done and then tell her, hey, you're drunk? Right? It says, Eli was watching her speak. Which means he was waiting. He should have immediately stopped her and seen to it that she should be evicted, she should be expelled from the premises. Make sense? Three basic questions. Gimel, chapter 3. From Alam is moving from all of this, from all the above, it's, it's understood, it's, it's obvious, it's proven. You have to say the following. As You cannot therefore say that he really literally thought her to be shikar. Number one, how could he make such a mistake? Number two, why would, why would we learn about this, about his mistake? That's not nice to, to talk about that for no reason. And number three, if he really thought she was drunk, he would have kicked her out right away. Or had her removed right away. So we it, therefore it becomes impossible logically ra- reasonably to say it, 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 that he really thought she was drunk. Nor in the but rather it must be that he was referring to her as drunk on prayer. In other words, a little self obsessed as we'll talk about soon. Thus meant as is and since she prayed at length, since she damned at length, is as at fila min amida. It was overindulgent. It was an overindulgent prayer, and that's what irked him. Which is not a it's not it's not it's not nice when you're in Hashem's house to, to indulge in prayer, to indulge in your own, as we'll see in your own needs. When hanas them is, and answer, her response is no, I'm pouring out my soul before Hashem, as Ven Der when this um, indulgence in tefillah is connected with pouring out one's soul. Is as in It's not. A, it's not. It's not that you're drunk while davening as a word nor other. On the contrary, a in a very lofty level in tefillah. And thus is. It's interesting how the rabbit and oftentimes you see this in sidduris where the rabbit kind of maps out the answer before filling in the actual hasbara. In other words, you have now you have now the template. You have you have the outline of where the Rebbe is going with this. And it's all driven by questions. You know, questions in the, rep, as I mentioned this last time, are not doors that close, but really um, they, they move you into a different place. So you think literally that Ailey thought she was drunk. Doesn't make any sense. Must mean that the drunk here means something else. Once you understand that, all the pieces will fall into place, but we still haven't filled everything in. When thus is, top of page seven, thus is and this will be, as we'll see, the connection between Chana's Davin and Hashanah, uh, the dialogue between and regarding the proper way to dive in Hashem's house, will give us a general understanding about Hanas Tfilah and many other Tfilahs Hashanah, come on, as we will explain. See you. It's just about to get good. Doubled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so far so good? All right. I
1: like there's like on how on free. Am I understanding mm-hmm. By Eli. But that
0: doesn't mean that it's correct, right? That Ali
1: is correct? <laughs> or the Khan is correct? You no, know, like, is there a specific way to pray?
0: We'll talk about that. That's, the, that's, that's what we're getting to. Okay. Basically, getting the, simp- this, right? the simple, yeah, just to clarify, the simple understanding of the story is that she davened very intently, and or intensely, or both, right. and um, I guess intently, it was a mishkan after all.
1: Right. But I feel like in certain
3: situations... There we go. Intent. Intent.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, but so at simple levels, he thought she was drunk, and she explains. But the rest is that, that doesn't the story doesn't make sense. Like
3: you know,
1: this this child who just like drowned in Florida and like is like in a uh, oxygen like yeah. coma situation. No. we yeah, right? yeah. So like she posted a few weeks ago, like she's like crying, like praying her heart out. Like I can imagine, she's praying like Hannah. Like it might look like. I mean, that's like real prayer of a mother. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like so the Reb is going to take this story yeah. and move it out of its simple understanding and open up another dimension of the entire what she was doing, what Ailey was saying. We'll see what Ailey was saying was a very was a very interesting point and a very valid point, as we'll see soon. Hold that thought. I, I, th- I think we're. We're just getting started here. Dalit. Regarding the of Rosh Hashanah, we find two opposite ideas. Rosh Hashanah is the if Yadam, is a day of judgment for all human, all physical needs. In Beruchnis, in both spiritually and physical. In other words, spiritual needs, physical needs are all determined that Yom is on Rosh Hashanah. Uh, Via Shet Kichech the soul Humish Mishpael um, it's a, how do we translate it? It's a chokh, free so day of judgment before Okay. Which means, chokh li what's chokh so? is from Lashin hatrifani lechem chuki. Give me my regular lechem, give me my bread, as usual. Main der dinu mishbat ef mezonis, ko alat sarach and gashmim, which refers to physical. The needs the uh, the dinamishbat mm-hmm. the judgment on physical needs and mishvel okay yak okay is a dinomishvad if yom rokhim that refers to the spiritual judgment that happens or the judgment for spiritual needs that happens in Roshana as well vifil sonimshav angila looks basically how much uh, enlightenment will be granted this person in their soul on their far batman in the in the tifeles for asana ibn gaimazani and therefore because of this on rushana we dab in for physical things ibn gaimazani right family Health and sustenance and livelihood, and also for spiritual things. So that's basic about Rosh Hashanah, basic idea about Rosh Hashanah, for what? What's the day of judgment? For what? Physical things, physical blessings, spiritual blessings, and that's what we ask for, and that is what happens on Rosh Hashanah. gets on the other hand is Abba Yudu, it's known as the Ikra is, it's also known. That the point of the Avoida on Rosh Hashanah, and that, which which is expressed in tefillah in, in our davening, is about crowning Hashem King. <speaking in Hebrew> that um, that they should make me king. You shall make me king over you. <speaking in Hebrew> As we say many times in tefillah, you should reign over the entire world with your glory and and, and rule over the entire earth, etc. When it comes to crowning a king, it's about surrender. It's about absence of self. Right? A person throws himself completely, entirely to the king. Right? Total submission. Um, Yeah, say that garnet the to the point that a person does not feel their own desires. And this um, surrender actually evokes within the king the the, the desire to accept that 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 uh, the coronation, to want to, to be king. the seemingly these two points are absolutely contradictory and, 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 uh, and a paradox. When you're in a state of surrender to the king, that you're not thinking about what you need, what you need personally. Which is, when you think about what you need, it's because you're thinking about yourself and your needs, etc. Obviously, because you're thinking about what you need. And even when it comes to spiritual needs, it's the same thing. Certainly so regarding physical things. You're not thinking about yourself and your physical needs when you're standing in front of a king or when you're surrendering to the king. i is there ikr hadin for Rosh Hashanah, which on these things, the physical things, that's the main judgment of Rosh Hashanah, it says in, uh, uh, sorry, in Hagaz, minister, which is the safer and in as, as known, said in as vas, uh beten biemet if mazena slikh as di sorry as di was beten biemet digpurf ifmazena slikh vakhabar wa khayk kasvenul khaim that those who say kasvenul khaim and are referring to their sustenance and slikh forgiveness and atonement and their life etc. they're asking for physical things on yom Kippur zanen vi klavm they're like dogs uh vashrein habhab which which cry out give give or bark right viles etschacht de schachten wegen selber so not wegen der schinnen about the schinnen so it's 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 unbecoming to a person to be like a dog, right? He's saying basically when we do that, it's like we're barking up the wrong tree. Sorry. How to do that? Uh, yeah, so that's on the one hand. So on the one hand, we say that on Rosh Hashanah, it's about the king, it's about Hashem, it's about surrender, it's about you know Hachtara Samelakh the carnation, and it's not about you. on the other hand, Adam, On the other hand although it seems unbecoming to ask for what you need but we do have these needs and these requests As, um, they were they were set up they were established in, Atfil, in in the in the liturgy right through our sages and the sage our sages say that that's the great that's the uh, in a time uh, it's an auspicious time for these requests to be fulfilled which from this is understood as the is that the request of physical things is not only because you have to. Because Hashem told me, told us to ask for an Izer Hashanah. So a persons only asking because they were told to ask. Really, we don't want to ask. But Hashem told us to ask, so we'll ask. No, that's not what it is. But rather it seems clear that the request has to be in a way that you actually want these things, that you're really asking, that you're authentically desiring the physical and spiritual needs that you're asking for, and that's why you ask for them. And so the rep is asking the question, which one is it? Is it a time of surrender, which means you're not thinking about self, or are you thinking about yourself? Das haste, which means, On the one hand, a person has to feel, has to have, the um has to have the intention um in that part of Davening in a certain parts of Davening that Hashem should give him what he her him or her what, what, what he or she needs. Was thereby faded zig Mizophilandi Aganzius Margazin Vas S feldim. So you have to think about what you need. Und zusammen Susamandermed Darf sein Durchenumin mit dem Durchf Durchfiren, them Tamilchanikum at the same time. You have to be completely involved with the idea of coronating Hashem as King. a which, which um, demands a complete surrender. a which negates oneself. Really, what's happening is is the Reb is asking when it comes to a relationship, which one is it? Is it about the other? Or is it about yourself? So to explain, to, to tell you what I'm referring to, explain what I'm referring to, we need to go to the one of my favorite stories. The story about fish love. You guys know about fish love? Fish love? Fish love. So the story goes that there was once a yeshiva student who was eating dinner. And one of the hanhala, one of the members uh, of the yeshiva staff, is walking by. And he sees this yeshiva student eating dinner with gusto. Did I say gusto already? Yes? No. No, it's a new one. A lot of gusto. A lot of of excitement. So the rabbi walks over to the student and says, are you enjoying dinner? He says, yes, I love fish. It was was a fish dinner. I love fish. The rabbi tells the student, "Uh, I don't know if you love fish, you probably love yourself. Because if you really loved fish, you would be taking care of fish, feeding fish, nurturing fish. You wouldn't be ripping the fish apart and consuming it. So what's interesting about this story, which I love, oh, look at that, which I love this story because it it defines or it tells us what love is and what it isn't. See, we use love in a, the right way to say this, in a um, distorted fashion all the time. It says, oh, I love chocolate or I love chocolate. I love fish. I love whatever it is. The question is, are you saying, huh? Shopping. Shopping. Uh, uh. All right, it's... (laughs) No, because I'm trying to figure out how it's... Bowling. Huh? Bowling? Bowling? Uh, No, no. (laughs) Just chocolate and fish. (laughs) Fish and chocolate. Fish, uh, chocolate covered fish. Oh, (laughs) So what's the point? The point is, the chesed explains the chesed, hava, is an energy that flows from within to without. Like the directional arrow of chesed is pointing outward. Okay? So what's happening when a person says, I love fish or I love chocolate? What are you saying? You're not saying you love chocolate. You're saying you want to consume chocolate. Those are two different things. So we're using the word love, and we're just flipping it. We're just inverting it. it. You enjoy it. That's great. Right. Saying I love, but we're using the same word for love, Uh, So what the problem with that is, it creates a misunderstanding of what love is. So a person would say the following, like, I love you because of how you make me feel. You make me feel fulfilled. You make me wanna get up in the morning and whatever it is, I love you. What are you really saying? What are you really
1: saying?
0: Uh, You're really saying, I "I love me. And in so far as you make me feel X, Y, or Z, so I love you. In other words, as long as you play a role in bettering my life, Right? I love you. Not because I love you. <laughs> I didn't say that at all. I said I love me. I just happened to use the word you, but I really meant me. Yes? Yes? So I love you is really I love me, and I love you as long as you are providing that which I love, receiving. This is where love is um distorted to the point that it becomes objectification. What does it mean to objectify? Objectification means that you reduce someone in this context, in a relationship, reduce someone to a role or to to an object that serves you. And again, that is the complete opposite of what love is. What is love? Love is that I love you, I respect you. It's not about what I'm getting out of this, it's about what I'm giving to this. It's a completely different, it's a completely different idea. And in many ways, what the Rebbe is addressing, and this is how um, this is how we are understanding this conundrum of Rosh Hashanah is as follows. When we're talking about Hashem, And even if on Rosh Hashanah we don't use the words, Hashem, I love you. Even if we're using other words like Hashem, you're the king and we're making Hashem the king. What that really means is it's about Hashem. And that experience is about Hashem and about our devotion to Hashem, our surrender, our bitl. Bitl bitl means surrender. Surrender to Hashem. So the energy is flowing from within to without. It's flowing from us toward Hashem. It's about giving. It's about dedication. It's about surrender. It's about etc. That's what it is. So at that same time, to say you know what it means to surrender to Hashem, it means here's what I need. is a complete distortion. It's like saying I love you. In other words, what I really love is me. And so are you gonna are you gonna give me what I want? And if you don't, then I, I I really don't have any. I really don't have time for this, right? I don't have any. I don't have any need for this relationship because it's not serving me. That's kind of what it sounds like with Hashem. Rosh Hashanah. We're saying Hashem, you're the king, right? Complete surrender. By the way, here's what I need. Here's what I need means. It's almost like what we're saying is we're qualifying the previous statement. I love you, I'm surrendering to you as long as you deliver to me. That seems to be the the, the equation that we're setting up, which seems to be a a distortion of what surrender really means. Does that make sense? Mm
5: -hmm. Well, it doesn't have to be uh, like the way you're saying it is that either it's all about one party or it's all about the other party. That's not how a relationship works. Being either it's all about the person that I love without taking into account myself, or it's all about me without taking into account the
0: other person. Right. So you're saying can't we all get along? (laughs) Can't I?
1: I, Huh?
0: In other words, what can't can't I want to give to you and at the same time have my own needs?
4: Can't I love chocolate because I love chocolate and I I love myself?
0: No, no, no. No, I, th- no, I think what oh, he's saying is in a real human relationship, so part of that is wanting to give and respect the other, and also part of that is having, having needs and wanting to receive. And is that so terrible?
5: Well, also, the relationship yeah. is... Right,
0: it's yeah. give and take, right? Four fourth
5: levels of the relationship, when you're getting to know somebody or getting
3: to know Hashem, you like them, and then you you, you get you like what they how they make you feel, or who they are, you like them, but then it turns right. into love when you really um, start to appreciate that person
2: on their own as opposed to what they give you. Meaning, like what
1: I was saying, where like they feel feel each other. other.
0: Saying where... Where does it originate, or yeah. where within the soul does it come from? No,
1: we're like, what makes it. What makes it? What makes it love. love. I'm saying, like, that's the
3: first question. You know, if anything, I think that the fact that Hashem is so, like... Beyond human humanity and as a human we want a connection to Hashem I think it's more than us because it's like in a way we are putting aside our Human material self because we want spirituality in our life. So in a way it's like transcending a level of who we are You know what I'm saying?
0: So you can't be thinking about yourself at yes, that time. Saying,
3: I think you are, if You, if anything, you're reaching beyond like more like you're growing because it's not just about you and your material basic needs but within like who you are as a person, you also want to keep reaching higher levels to connect right. to Hashem.
0: So that would all be in the in the modality of surrender still. Or or you're or you're getting from that also. No,
3: because it's not full surrender because you also want to be connected. It's not one or the other. It's a higher self.
0: Right. But in that space, if you're really thinking about Hashem in that context of transcendence, then you're probably not thinking about you know, I can also use like a new Rivian. Like, I mean, you're probably not, it's a car. You're probably not thinking along those terms at that time. And yet, on Rosh Hashanah, it seems like we're asking for that, which creates which creates the scenario. Now, the truth is, as we'll see today, the Rebbe introduces this idea along the lines of what Ezi was saying, which is that there is a way to find balance, and there is a way to be in that mode of authentic surrender, authentic giving and at the same time recognize a space for receiving, not as a, as a dual dance, a little for you, a little for me, a little for you, a little for me, but even the very same context of giving, there's also receiving that happens at simultaneously in that, in that space. So that's kind of, huh? Okay. All right, good. <laughs> Make sense? Okay, um, hey. Uh, are we skipping Hay? Maybe we're skipping Hay. Are you guys okay if we skip Hay? Yeah,
1: we're we're good. Vov, I'll tell
0: you what Hay says.
1: Should I go back to it later, like is it
0: good? Hay just says, (laughs) He says, you could ask the same thing about Shmaneser every day. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, Shmaneser is about standing before the king and you have to be, you have to feed feet together, you have to be still, etc. And then in Shmaneser, you're asking for all the things that you need. So it seems to be the same thing. But he says, yeah, every day Shmaneser is different than Rosh Hashanah. is a bigger question because right. it's really about coronating Hashem as king. And so therefore, I mean, we just circle back to the question. The question right. is about, got, hey. done. Got, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, look at that. Vav, Derbir B'Zeh, the explanation is, Das, Vasaid, Bet, in the fact that a, that a Jew asks for his or her needs on Darf Nit The intention is not for his or her own benefit, personal um, uh, um you know benefit, that they should have an abundance in physical things, other or even an abundance of spiritual things, but rather it's part and parcel of the avoida of surrender to Hashem, coronating Hashem as King. In order to fulfill the the, um, the mandate of Hashem, or the call that Hashem should indeed rule over the whole world with His glory, as 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 in their ganze welt, unzen malchus That in the entire world you should perceive. Hashem's presence is thus, it's by a Jew engaging in the world and turning, transforming the things of the world into a transparent space for Hashem. And since every single Yid has sparks of holiness that are specifically connected to his or her soul, And only that person can refine, uh, collect, and transform those sparks. These sparks are found in the physical things that Hashem, through divine providence, has um Has uh, has has uh, given to this person in his avoda. The ribe bet their id by an eveshin as erzel im hashpia zayin di zach and serachem keder as al durchze isfirin demtel from blechelam kule was a shayet So therefore, when the yidavins the evesher, he's asking that Hashem should give him the things, the physical things that he should he can utilize to indeed make Hashem's. Presence known, felt, and, trans- and, and and the world transparent. Hashem's presence in these in these areas that are that are uh, um, uh, relevant or that are associated with His or Her soul. Kumtai's as for Hashanah, is net Turns out that even when a person asks for, for their physical or spiritual needs, it's it's not about it's not a selfish ask. Because a person is only asking for Hashem's sake. And on the contrary, it's only stemming from the from the surrender that a person has when they're coronating Hashem as king is Since this idea of refining the sparks is, is, is a core soul activity, it's the purpose of our Neshama. Just like the intention of Hashem having a, a home on earth, which is fulfilled through this Aveda of refining the sparks in the physical things around us, is Mushresh's Bat's sparks. Since that's a core divine desire by Hashem, Adarza is by Eden. So the same thing is true on the other side by us where there's two sides of this relationship. So also by, just like by Hashem that's a core value or a core desire that the world become transparent to Him. So to us our core, part of our core neshama activity is, as the Avedah is verbunden mit etzem en that this idea, this, this biran etzut, this refining the sparks, is connected with the essence of our soul. etzem neshama nit, der ganzer When you talk about the core of the soul, then there's no selfishness there. Ziz chavug advug al It's, it's uh, connected and bonded to Hashem. It's oneness to oneness. Um Is verstandig, so it's understood as the bekashes rachav kedai tzu isfirin. The kavanah yiner, so the 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 request that we make on Rosh Hashanah to ask for our needs to fulfill the higher intention for the why for why these things were created in the first place, why we were created is for abundant mitpitol from etzman hashametz, complete surrender, basvert neskala in the avoda for tam which is now manifest. In the avoda of coronating Hashem as king. Now that's a lot of words. What he's really saying is as follows. There's two ways to ask. There's two ways to feel self. One is feeling self as divorced from the other. In other words, that there's you and there's me. And when I feel me, I'm not feeling you. Right? That's fish love. Fish love is I'm thinking about me. And if my needs require me to objectify you and turn you and and consume you, then that's what it's going to take right now, because I'm not thinking about you. I'm thinking about me. That's that's uh, on the one side now this was presenting and i think we touched on this before in the question this is presenting a very binary approach binary approach is either or either i'm thinking about you and i'm surrendered to you or i'm thinking about me and i'm consumed myself and so we said well, which one is it are we thinking about Hashem? Or we or thinking about us you can't have it both ways and this this chapter in the sikha just explained that there is a third option it's not either or it's not black or white there's a third option the third option is i can think about me in the context of you, or to put the other way, in the context of thinking about you, I recognize that there are things that I need in order to think about you, right? So in order for me, let's talk about in a relationship, in order for me to show up for you, there are things that I need so that I can show up for you. So am I thinking about what I need as separate from you? No, I'm thinking about what I need in the context of you also, does that make sense? The problem with this is, as the Rebbe does not address here, maybe just a little bit later, the problem is this is rife for corruption. A person can always say, oh, I was thinking about me in the context of you. Oh, this I need for us. This is completely subject to absolute distortion. Worse than distortion. Ab- um, It's a very dangerous manipulation. Manipulation. Complete manipulation. It's like it's complete gaslighting. It's like, oh, you thought that I was thinking about me. No, I was thinking about you, but this is what I need for you. And then your head is spinning and you're like, I don't think that, that doesn't feel right. Right? Okay. However, notwithstanding that, the Rebbe says that in our relationship with Hashem, this is accurate. What is accurate is in the context of thinking about Hashem, and complete surrender. And surrender means that we're thinking about what Hashem wants, and what Hashem wants is to have a home on earth, and a home on earth means that everything that we do is done in a way of transparency, where when you look at that thing that we are involved in, you don't see the thing, you don't see the object, what you see is the divine light, you see the purpose of that thing, the higher purpose of that thing. That's what it means to be m'varon environment means that everything has a potential. Everything has a spark, i.e. everything has a potential. That this water, this food, whatever it is, this money has a higher potential. When we use the thing for the higher purpose, you are, you are removing its opacity. See, when you look at a thing, you see the thing, and you don't see Hashem. But when you utilize the thing, the object, for a greater subject, right, for a higher, for a spiritual subject, what you do is you, you erase. It's kind of like Photoshop for the soul, or not at all. It's like you erase, I just discovered on my phone, that there's this object eraser. You ever see this? Yeah. Object eraser. Somebody in the background erased. I was showing Riva. This, my dog. Right, I was showing her how this works. She was impressed. I, pff, not at all. Kidding. <laughs> I was impressed. This was crazy. She was not impressed. Um, She's so, like, oh, cool. All right, moving, <laughs> moving along. Why am I saying this?
1: The cool part is that it keeps the background.
0: Yeah, but it I yeah, know, but it erases out, right. I'm yeah, yeah, it got a little smudgy <laughs> on me. I, oh, okay,
2: never
0: mind. <laughs> I still have still a ways <laughs> yeah. to go. Matt, which one do you? I mean, which one do you use?
2: I, enjoyed, I don't use
0: that. Oh, Andrea, I yeah, I have, have Samsung. Samsung. All right, whatever. Anyway, the point is here is the point. It's that when you're talking about utilizing something for a higher purpose, what you're really talking about is um, is erasing its. I'm gonna create a new word here, getting in the wayness. Just hyphenate that all the way through. Getting in the wayness. Right? Otherwise, it gets in the way. It declares, I am, and I am disconnected from purpose. I exist. Right? I exist separate from anything higher. And when you take that thing and use it for something higher, you declare, you you shake, you shake off its exterior, you shake off its facade, and you say, No, this is also part of Hashem's world. And that makes it transparent. And so what we say in Rosh Hashanah, what, what the Rebbe is saying in Tefillah, what happens in Rosh Hashanah is, a person is declaring to Hashem, Hashem, I know what you want. I am, I am surrendered to you, kolkoli, completely. And as part of that, I am dedicated to what you want, your desire. This is all about you. And what you want is to have a home on earth. And therefore, I need this stuff to reveal your oneness on earth. I need this stuff. If you want me to reveal your presence on earth, Right? Remember that audio. About remember about that. What you need it remember that audio tape. Presence. The presence. I want your presence. Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry. Remember that one. That one.
0: Classic. Classic.
1: Classic.
0: Oh, so yeah. You also need the, the resources to have health and to have happiness. Certainly, he's not talking. About, he's saying the stuff that you have. You're saying, give me the stuff so that I can reveal more of your presence on earth. The more stuff that I have, the more sparks I can unleash. You with me on this?
1: It's like when i bring someone to the il i always like non for people i always tell them like let's see you want donna for like money like pranessa right like talk to the blank like god's language like you don't have to help for to that get like forever seats at the uh, next year's so concert which is also being great but to ask god for money that I will, i'm working with you i want money because i want to pay for kids to go to jewish education i want money so i could Give charity, or I you know what I'm saying. Like, to find is that so, saying? first of
0: all, as a personal friend of Scooter Braun, I'm very triggered by your use of Taylor Swift. <laughs> I
1: don't even, know. I knew he was gonna comment on Taylor
0: Swift, really. <laughs> anyway,
1: but is it like that? Exact? Scooter Braun and I used
0: to learn Tanya. Do you guys know who Scooter Braun is? No, 100%. Where Here. is he? Here, he lived in
5: Atlanta,
0: he went to Emory, really,
5: before oh, right. he That's dropped out. So- Whatever. I connected
0: him <laughs> with Shnaz. Right. I connected him with him. Wait, so is this the thought that,
1: like, whatever you're dogging for in Rosh Hashanah... All Rosh Hashanah I heard was Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift.
0: <laughs> Sorry. I is yeah, everybody's so head? head. Is like, everybody.
1: trying to, no, like, to get... Correct, correct. the Correct. The question you is, you want, is, is that... Want, right. A right. The question
0: it's is, is that authentic or not? And even if it's not authentic, should we say it anyway? Should we strive for it? That's fine.
1: Yeah, I agree with I you. I but I'm saying, like, yeah. to get... I think that is a place of authentic well, like of what you're saying. Correct. Your to get to a place really? that what I'm desiring... Is not for myself. Right.
2: Is right. Well, that's yeah. but that what guys.
1: they thing.
5: <laughs> 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 and he's... Yes. <laughs> and he does
0: address this. He says, but how is it possible? He'll say soon. If you don't feel it, if you're not conscious of it, yeah. can you really say that that's why you want it yeah. for that yeah. higher because purpose?
2: Right.
0: right. So he's going to say <laughs> that we exist on multiple levels. So even when we're consciously not in that space... Our spiritual subconscious is on that space and therefore it is authentic in that space. The main thing that I, where we are right now in this puzzle, which we're we're getting there soon, is, is, um, is this idea that it doesn't have to be either or. It doesn't have to be either I'm completely only thinking about Hashem or I'm thinking about myself. I could be thinking about Hashem in the context of what I need, or think about what I need in the context of Hashem. All
4: right. I have a question, but it might be premature. Yes. <laughs> so if it is, we can answer it later. So but what important. about where does it come in the idea of like what Hashem, like trusting that Hashem knows what's good for you? And if it's not good for you, then you accept that.
0: Every tefillah has that caveat it's like, here's what I want right. because I believe that this is what I need. With the with the unspoken caveat, if I am incorrect, you will certainly know that. That's why and, the love
2: is still there. But it or also says it in not. the seva that, right. that they gave us asking Hashem for um, health and this and that. And it's remembers in our days of old and all this sort of things. Like that right. it's, it's part of the words davening to ask for these physical right things. Right, right.
0: And the and and the intention here is that we're not just asking, like you said, Chayla. Like we're not we're not just asking for ourselves. We're asking for the yeah, but like,
3: so I recently I asked,
5: it sounds like, like, who are we fooling? Like, are, yeah. Is that really what we want? to give no, it's, a level? Level, it's a hey, level, Hey, so we're going to talk about this. The yeah. yeah. about yeah. Sure. Like, so, for me, which you know, is a good thing. So power, maybe right. God wants us right. to, to want things for oh, ourselves. Right. right. We, like, that's a level of nature that we can't... You're know, like, saying so embrace like, it. I was saying before, the entire
1: concept of personal is no relevant. Like we should okay.
4: get to like that level. All their desires are the so fulfilled. Like mm-hmm. like no, no. It's it's like it I was up. just like, oh, I, me, I think you're you are saying.
1: there on certain things. At least right. I could say, like right. for me, sometimes I'll tell my husband, like I wish we had more money so I can have like more lavish, shabbos meals. Right. Sometimes so I'm can, on that level, right? But that can or be about right. your the... image.
5: That doesn't. Have to no, be not production. about my
1: image, because like I want to like celebrate shabbos like comfortably, like you know what I mean. Or like I want to get a new yamtf dress, like a nice yamtf dress. I don't have to worry about like if it's on sale or not you know what I mean because I want to have a nice dress for you know what I mean but yeah your ego but, can but get in the way but your culture different. like your just the culture around you also influences those wants and needs like yeah. where the standards are different like if you want to sure. you know like it always changes you go to a different community the nicer dress is what you have so
5: like right. it is about yeah. you it's you know, like it you the
4: dress conversations I know but, yeah, but I, I, I know, feel like it's not so lucky we're meal. so are right on this and then Right.
0: He's wearing a long coat. took is a short jacket.
2: All right, I'll
0: let y'all fight it out. <laughs> okay. Sarah, on
2: Shabbos, my
1: husband and I were learning Shabbat and at the end of the whole chapter, we had this whole conversation about what you just said. And I asked him, like, aren't we supposed to ask? Aren't we supposed to ask? And he told me something that really resonated with me, so I'll share. He said, there's so many prayers that start with Yihiratai. It should be Hashem's will, right? And that really, like, sat with me that, like, we say Yihiratai, Hashem, I want it to be your will, that A, B, and C. So there is space to ask for our own needs, even if we know Hashem already has his own plan. Because you read, he writes some those words like all over the sitter,
5: you know? Mm-hmm. So that really uh, sat with me. Mushki, yeah, I can...
4: wanted to say the story that came to mind is, or I still have to fill in the blanks, but <laughs> someone went to the rabbit and said, I feel like I'm faking it when I
0: um, something. So came uh-huh. to one of the other rabbi, uh, previous rabbi, and oh. he, he he came without his long jacket. Oh, he
4: feels like because oh, he,
0: yeah. yeah. feel like he, right. he said Because he said, I only put it on when I'm mm-hmm. in front of you, but I wear a short jacket the rest of the time. Right
4: and the said like, that's not the real you. He said until
0: now I thought you were faking everybody else and this is the real you now I see that yeah. you're <laughs> identifying as. <laughs> it's a good
4: point. Right. Like which one is the real us and which one do we but want to identify who as? Who do you, you identify him? as? Who do we identify <laughs> Exactly. Like do right. I identify as the person that really wants to give a lot of tzedakah and really wants to have the most beautiful Shabbos table before right. for Hashem not for mm-hmm. my image or am I going to like be like eh,
2: you're kidding yourself. In well, other part words Part of why they say you could force a like, yes. guest right? Yeah. It's part of why you can force a guest because yeah. they say inside you really want to push Well, maybe we're allowed to want it for us. Is that inside we really want? are allowed to want it for
1: us. Yeah, saying, yeah. Maybe, maybe you don't,
5: don't have, have, have to say like, 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 by, is, the like, 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 by the way, that's Zion. It's the next thing. It talks about this. I feel this the most when someone who's not
4: in the room will say something around the lines of like pay but if I like give whatever if I do the of it today what's the point and I'm like are you kidding me like this is this is the whole you this is your whole neshama and it's so right. obvious to us but like why don't we look at ourselves that way right. like we are neshamas and we are
0: in other words we can be cynical about the spiritual stuff or cynical about our cynicism
4: right right all
0: right says, but we might ask the question and this, I think, is the question that is coming up around the table. The B'kasha, Tzirachah, from Rashi Shana Haben Chazal Kavegavin in Nusach Tefilla for Yedin the the Nusach Tefilla, requests that are in that are in Tefilla were established for every Jew in Yedin Ma'imonu Matzevus Ergavincech. Every Jew, every situation that they find themselves in. When it says Da'ch Yada Inish Benavshei, and everyone knows themselves as Das Vas Erbet Ayv Tzirachah V'Gashmiyim. That when they ask for their physical needs or spiritual needs, is Kavana. A person knows that when they ask for what they need, it's not only for Hashem. Mm-hmm. Because they have needs person really wants, the intention really is, a person knows that their intention actually is that Hashem gives them what they need with His full and, and broad hand. And that's actually the mitzvah of asking. And that's what actually Tefillah is all about. The sick should be healed and the rain should fall. So in other words, the question is, hold on, what's, what, what, one second two Things number one, who are we fooling? If a person is really thinking about themselves, then they're thinking about themselves. No, you're not thinking about she- you're thinking about Hashem in the context of yourself. No, I'm really thinking about myself. Number one, number two, it seems like tfila little literal is for literally, literally what I need. So it's so if the tefillah Rosh Hashanah was set up that we don't mention anything about ourselves, the whole Rosh Hashanah, if if it was all about Hashem and sur- complete surrender, by by to to affect within oneself, to cause to elicit their kabbalasol, complete surrender, vault then we wouldn't have a question. Because since that's the time when the spark is close to, the, or the source is close to the spark, Hashem is close with us, with our souls. Is every every Jew is inspired on some level to get closer to Hashem, and therefore and and. Automatically to forget about what they need. On haben nar dem rosi in tzayin tzamim mit melech and just to be one with the king. So v'mant menaber by every yid. But how can you demand by every yid as by imzal zayin bedek tzavus tzamim? How can you have a, a, a mandated state of having both simultaneously? As ol trachtin vegezayin egin nitzrachim on velen as their eibisho zalzayin zalzayim emali zayin. That on the one hand you're thinking about yourself and what you need, and that you're and you're really asking authentically that Hashem should fulfill those needs on the one hand, on in dem and and at the same time you should have no selfish motivation in that in that uh, in that request. But only thinking about Hashem's purpose and Hashem's desire, and you're only doing it for Hashem. How can you how can that be the standard of of for everyone in Rosh Hashanah? So you're telling me like this. You're telling me it's theoretically possible for someone to be surrendered to the other and to think of themselves only in that context of this will help enhance the relationship. So I'm thinking about Hashem and I think about what Hashem wants and the concept of what Hashem wants. So I need these resources in which Hashem wants me to undo creation, right? Hashem created the world, yesh may I, something from nothing. So he took spirituality and made it physical. And our job is to take the physical and make it spiritual again, right? We're, we're like the undo button. Control Z or Command Z, whatever it is on that right. So it's like the magic eraser. We're we're the un- our job is the new book, the new movie is called The Unravelers, right? We're about unraveling existence. So Hashem Ravels? It's not a word. Hashem ravels existence. Hashem you know weaves existence into being from spiritual threads into material substance. And our job is to unravel that, is to pick at the threads and to unravel it. Great, so every time we ask for something, Rosh Hashanah, the Rebbe is saying that really the intention should be that we're asking for it in order to have more things to unravel and to undo and to bring back to the spiritual source. Great, but he just asked one second, but you know yourself and you know yourself honestly and you know that when you're asking for something physical, because you want it or you need it and it's not because Hashem wants you to use it to unravel it. You're not thinking about Hashem in this moment. So who are you kidding? So if the, if the standard was no one's thinking about themselves, no one's thinking about Hashem, it would be safe. That would be a safe nusachat fila. But instead, put all these personal requests expecting that we should all be on that level of a tzaddik. He doesn't say tzaddik. I'm saying tzaddik. The level of someone who is so surrendered that their own needs are in the context, viewed in the context of Hashem's needs. Who's holding on that level? And how is that? It seems like it's playing with fire. Once you have personal needs, the next thing you know, we're not even thinking about Hashem. You with me on this? Is there a question? Yes. Chess. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Chess. <laughs> it says, hungry and thirsty, their souls languish within, I don't know, languish, uh, wrap themselves within as their hunger and durst from guff. So, adavar meichel, that the hunger and thirst that the body has to something, sorry, to food or drink, is fundem vas It's because the soul is yearning for it, the soul is longing for it, the soul is wrapped up in that food or drink. What does that mean? Even when we're physically hungry, the soul is spiritually desiring that thing to interact with it. To raise it up. Because the soul has to refine it. Which means. Even though the person is only aware of. Consciously. Their physical hunger. Uh, and desire for the food. For, the, for, for their own body. It says. But really, on a on a deeper level, the neshama is hungry as well for the spiritual potential in the food that is associated with him or her. Which
3: like that. To, that? to what? Oh, but that's like that's, that's like it's intense. Level, the soul water, it's like right? when you overeat, it's like it's your soul just is there. just like.
1: <laughs> right. So,
0: I don't know. There's other answers, but yeah, I mean, but this is, this is one that I think this is very powerful. other words, what it's saying is that we exist on different dimensions, right? I think, Kayla, I think you were saying this before, right? That when it comes to get
3: Dude, like,
4: what right you said that
0: you, <laughs> you said
2: that you, <laughs>
0: said, that, you yeah. said the halakha about get oh, you yeah. want when, when you you beat the guy until he gives the get right. you I, say I really but em at the go he wants to in other words you and I exist on many levels. if you ask somebody what do you want what do you want to do right now so they'll tell you something yes? is that really what you want you right. really want that how, how often is when we say that's what we want is that really what we want what we want
4: this right. Example, of like I wanna, I wanna go to sleep. Do you really right. wanna to go to sleep? No, I just wanna be rested tomorrow right. in the morning. I wanna. You do this kind of- about
0: money, right? You wanna to go to work. Why do you get money? Why do you want money to buy stuff? Why do you want to buy stuff to be happy? Not- I know that's what I'm saying. Like so you- the point is that no, but the point is that we are not even What's in touch the with ourselves.
3: The Real life. I feel like we have all these conversations, and it says, well, we're on many different levels, or we have many different dimensions to have. I guess if it's always
0: the answer, then it's gotta be true.
3: Uh, (laughs) Ah. 100%, 100 and I give you that, but then why do we have to have a slow window seat? I I mean, mean, seriously, like, why are we sitting in, like, you know I know Breaking it's gone. I know it's yeah, I know no no, no there's so, is. so well, many layers for questions if it boils down there are so to there's so many At
2: layers core, of human this this question for engagement is
3: like we have so many levels we always yeah. want to connect you know what I'm saying and like back. Yeah. Yeah. why they're yeah. building a yeah. podcast relationships feel. if it's some type of so I think I think yeah. we can
0: think about it in any relationship so you know the question is in the in a moment where when we're thinking about ourselves right and we're we're and we're not attuned we're not being we're not empathizing so someone that we're close with, someone that we love, right? Whether it's a spouse, a child, a parent, a sibling, is you know in a certain state. Maybe they're in pain. Maybe that whatever it is, and we're thinking about ourselves, and we're not attuned to that to them, right? Is, can, 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 is that possible? That could be sure. On a deeper level, do we care about them? Yes. So both are true. So the question is really about how we define ourselves by our almost superficial perception or by a real perception. Oftentimes when somebody does something and they make a mistake, they did something wrong in a relationship or, or something and, and reflecting on it later, they'll say, oh, that, I, I don't know what came over. That wasn't me. They'll say, that wasn't me. Like, it actually was you. When a person says it wasn't me, what they're really saying is, it, what's not the real me? Because it's actually an honest reflection of that is a part of me, but that's not really me. So, and I think that's a healthy thing to realize is that we are a very complex organism. We don't only have one state of, of consciousness or, or one state of, of reality. We have, we're, we're multiple you know, personas coexisting in the, same, in the same space. And because of that, it's gonna be very complicated. And sometimes we'll be thinking about ourselves or the other or ourselves and the other and, and, and your mileage may vary. I think the, the idea here is that every person, no matter where they believe they're holding, I think this address what we said before. Wherever they believe they're, well, now I, I'm a realist. I'm really thinking about myself. Sure, but deep down, you also care about the truth, mm-hmm. and that's empowering to know mm-hmm. that deep down you also care about the truth. So he says over here about that. I just
1: want you saying, so to understand this: if a person wants to do something that's against Tyra, like sometimes you have a desire that is not in line with God, then that's not really what you want to do. But you want to do that to cover up some other truth. Be what you're saying. Is that what you're saying? I don't, I
0: don't know about cover up some other truth. I think it's about. Yeah,
2: it's not. It's a it reflection
0: easy. of a of of what a part of you wants, but not the core of your being. The core of your being doesn't want that. Like, if somebody that is doing, an insane if, thought, but one second, uh, if somebody's.
5: solution to a problem you have. Mm-hmm. But that's an
1: insane thought because most people on every single day are doing things that are not aligned. We're doing things. Right. Like
0: but, you need, but you don't need. But you don't need this for that. Okay. That's that's a realization that we have going <laughs> through life. Somebody. <laughs> Somebody is, bag, the like, doctor something says something, like, smoking so is going to kill you, or smoking is not healthy for you, right. and so you're smoking. Or, or that the you know, doctor right. says, whatever it is. I know I'm going to, to medicine, but like you have certain things, and it's like, okay, so I know this, but on the other hand, uh, I don't know. I enjoy yeah, it. So like, like,
1: when you see someone, like, really heavily taking drugs or drugs, you look at them, you're like, oh my gosh, what's going on that, like, they're going to that? So now that like, you see someone driving on this are you supposed to be like, wow, like, what's going on, like, that you're not that keeping they're so,
4: That they're so, that uh, they're, 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 not, not they're what's so not happening? I don't know territory. if that's what's
0: being said here. I think that's, like, a extrapolation, but I'm not saying that's incorrect. I'm just saying that over here we're saying that there that people exist on many different levels. In other words, there's the core of who you are, but then there's other layers of what you like and what you're in the moment and what you're drawn toward. And I don't know, it's 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 just you know we're we're complicated. All right, let's let's wrap this up over here, at least this this, uh, this uh, this ice. it says the same thing is true in our case. A gashvim ve-rochim. This that a person asks or a Hashanah that Shem should give him his physical, his spiritual needs is. Let's skip the brackets. their MS emes on pinimis from the from the their and their hunger for neshamah, so esfer and the kavana halyonot, so macham for the yidvarim gashvim adir leisbarach. The real truth here is that the soul is asking for, even when we are not aware of that soul consciousness, we're only aware of our bodily consciousness. The soul has its consciousness as well in that moment. Rather, on the contrary, das kufa the fact that we see that people are more inspired by an who will live, who will die, etc., um, more than they're inspired when they say the words Hashem rule over the world. So we see that it seems that they're they're concerned about themselves. As a proof, as a that that's true. Even though the simple reason is because they're being a physical human being, the physical needs or the physical reality, physical life is closer than spiritual things. Is uh, is the in them, but the real reason, the true reason is the that Hashem's real intention is for, for us is to make a difference here, which you need to be alive to do. And that takes a person, that, that's, that consumes the atzim of their, of their nefesh, that idea of making a dear That's really the intention. To make the world a home for Hashem. Now, wow. what is happening here is that he's going to explain here. Let's, let's do one more. Um, he's going to explain, getting back full circle, to what Ailey said to Hannah. That's the deeper reason. That's the reason in Aveda in Aved, why we read the Aveda Rosh Hashanah. I must say, along with Eli's accusation, how long will you be drunk? Okay, the of Eli's claim was Eli was a black and white type of guy. He was a binary type of guy, right? Eli said, "When you're standing in front of Hashem, before the then there should be no other consideration other than you're standing before Hashem. Complete surrender, no self awareness, no, no needs, no self, no self upset, nothing about self. It has to only be about Hashem." Nidok kein art. There's no place in that moment. There's no space for physical requests. Not even for the request of a child. It's still a personal request. There's no space for that, standing in this time, in this space, before Hashem. And certainly not this indulgence in prayer. There's no space for, for self-indulgence or indulgence for asking of one's physical needs or personal needs, standing before Hashem in the base of in the in the Mishka. This is being drunk. What is drunk? Drunk means you are um, you are oh, what's the word I'm looking for? You're not inebriated. You are Absolutely. intoxicated. That's the word. Thank you. You're intoxicated with self. You're obsessed with self. You're intoxicated. You're you're high on yourself um, and and what you need. And even if it's, you know, a good reason for it, it's still about yourself. This is Ailey's claim. Ailey's time. Her desire is so strong. Her self-desire for what she wants is so strong. She doesn't even realize where she's standing. She's standing before Hashem. That's Ailey's claim. So it's a good claim. Right? Somebody says... You're in a relationship, right? Your space is, your role in the relationship is giving, is surrender. What does the other person need? How can I give? How can I, if I I love you, then my only thought is about you. It's not about me. Otherwise, it's fish love. I love you something about me. No, that's, that's a distortion. That's turning, that's putting a mirror up to the love. That's reflecting it back. That's wrong. Ailey says, if you really love God, if you're standing before Hashem, that has to be only about Hashem. That's it. Make it about God. Don't make it about yourself. Oh, God, I love you. Here's what I need. What, what kind of conversation is that? Right? You're, 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 you're intoxicated with yourself. You're so obsessed with yourself that even when you're standing in front of Hashem, you're obsessed with self. It's like the guy on the date who says talks about himself for two hours. And when he gets finished talking, he says, enough about me. Now what do you think about me?
1: Yeah. Right? It's such a level.
0: So one second, that's Ailey's clip. So it seems like Ailey's got an ironclad tina. Seems like Ailey's right. Khan okay. is wrong. I've okay. So to this Chana answers, no 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 no. You're misreading the situation. Now it's not an egregious mistake. It's not something that how could Ali have thought this? No, Ali had a ra- had a very good reason for thinking this. But Hannah still has an explanation. She says, no, the I'm pouring out my soul before Hashem. is it In says, not only is she not intoxicated with self and her own desires and, or, and her own, uh, own needs, no, On the contrary, thus is. An This is an expression from Pnis and This is actually the expression of, of the depth of her soul, i.e., the part of her that's connected with Hashem. In other words, her presence standing before Hashem is actually what's elicit, what's drawing this out of her. I'll seek sorry, Hashem says, seek my face. Because the face of Hashem, I will seek. The person says, It's not a selfish desire. The entire existence of this person or of the neshama is connected and cleaving to Hashem. Therefore, is oich muvan vazihat in in irba kasha glaych menadgavet. That's why she made a, uh, an oath right away. She made it. She made an um, uh, a uh, neder as oiv v'nasatla masach z'aran hashem. That if you if Hashem if you really if you do give me a child is v'nasativ laHashem kol yimei chayiv. I will dedicate it. I will dedicate him to you to Hashem. All the days of his life. Zanganze, leben, vetzain, nitkein, agoner, won't be a, a personal, selfish life, uh, self serve self lived life, nor rather avekeb vekeb, a some abishin will be dedicated to Hashem. But Irba Kasra, Ibzera, anashim is nitzlibzich. Her request for children was not for herself. Her lived in abishin's vegan, but only, but rather for Hashem's purpose, was wert, der hert, benafsha which was felt, it was sensed, it was felt, it was. In the in the in the core of her soul, what's the that point? Like, this is she oh, she delivered her birth child birth. to Ailey three years she later.
4: She meant it. She, she meant, meant it. it. The she rest of us, right, right. <laughs> so the
0: Reb is ex- right. Yes, the Reb is explaining that this drama of Han and else.
1: Okay. So that's like he was like, dude, I don't really want to be from. Right. Out of here. right. Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> then what?
0: No, but then it wasn't like new age parenting. Then was okay. very hardcore. <laughs> okay. It was like, you just, you had to do what you had to do. Not like, oh, they'll find their own way and love is all you need and all that. No, 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 no. It was tough. It was like, it was hard. It was hardcore back then. It was like, there's my way or the highway. And there's no highway. i
3: keep coming back to this thought the whole time. Even these words, it says these words are special. The inner dimension is so much is bonded and attached to you, God, which is enslaved yeah. from with bad essence. The way I think about it, all day I'm encountering non-Jewish people. Going back to that, I think because of how we were raised and because of how we live, since we're so connected to Hashem, we're able to do things that the average self can't do. That's what I keep coming back to. That like, so like, what do you mean? What do you mean? That I don't think it's one or the other. The initial question, I think, like. Was answered almost obvious. Like, a, a, a person is always thinking about themselves. You talk to anybody, they're always thinking about themselves, their schedule. As a firm person, we're always thinking, like, within yeah. our, our own personal mm-hmm. schedule, how could we have a bunch of people for Rosh Hashanah, I guess? And how could we do this? And how could we do that? Because we're always thinking of a life uh, with God. Mm-hmm. You Naturally. what I'm saying? Yeah. Built into our lives.
0: I like that. I like that. <laughs> However, I will say, that what what emerges from this is that a person, even when they're not thinking about Hashem consciously, their soul is thinking about Hashem.
3: A not only so that, cool.
0: not only the shlucha, but cool. even but everyone, even when they don't know that they're thinking about that.
2: They're Just picking up kosher
0: items and trading them as rough. Just <laughs> ran- <laughs> totally by accident, <laughs> randomly. No, but I think the idea here is to elevate the consciousness and to bring more awareness. And by the way, the fact that you and I are aware, that we're all aware of this constantly is because of sichas like these, that that drilled it into our head decade after decade, year after year, decade after decade, right? That our tafka, that our job is to integrate the two. It's not about losing myself in Hashem or losing Hashem in me. It's about integrating both.
3: Live on a higher plane because of that, right. because of how we were raised, because of how and we're able to operate, and it's still
0: a struggle, so and it's still a struggle, so and it's no still a balance.
3: It gave, so, it's so mm-hmm. not what anyone's saying, but everyone's saying that within the struggle, we choose to do those struggles almost subconsciously because of all of this, yeah, because of like this whole conversation, yeah. So, practically, Agreed. how do you pray? There is, like, what would it sound like?
0: so hold on, before we get practical, because we're always like, Actually, we're always. Push the practical stuff aside. Is that understood? Perfect.
4: In spaces. Every Jew can derive a lesson regarding his prayer.
0: Perfect. All right. Oh, well, before we get there, <laughs> before we get there, I want to share a story uh, or a muscle of the Alter The Alter once um, addressed the following question: Why is it that on Yom Tif, on Shabbos, which is such a spiritual day, why is it so physical? Why do we have such physical um, ways of, of of manifesting of of being? Why the food and why the the you know the wine why the mashka, why the sushi why the you know why all that stuff and so the entrepreneur gave the following example you may have heard this before but I I love this one so there was once a king who had a son I know shocker right the king had a son and the king uh, this this king was a good king and the son was a good son this is not one of those where he sent them away because he was a bad kid no he was a good kid (laughs) but he still sent them away he sent them away. Because he loved him and he loved his kingdom, he was a really good king, and he knew that a child, the, the prince, growing up in the ivory palace—that the expression, ivory castle, ivory castle—in the in the sheltered walls of the palace would not have the the ability to relate to the uh, to the people of the kingdom. How can you know what the people need if you've never lived their life? So he says to his son, and he explains the rationale. He doesn't like trick him. This is not one of those stories. This is a totally totally transparent, huh? Sounds above bo- board, right? Above board. Who does that? Which kind of king? This king. He was totally above board. He says, "Listen, you need to know what they feel like." You I'm going to send you away. I love you. I don't want to do this. He hugged. He cried. The whole deal. That was crying. That's my crying emoji, right? There's, this is the laughing crying emoji. That's the sad crying emoji. Whatever. And he sends them away. And his son, so he, obviously, for this to work, he has to get to know people, and he has to maintain his cover, right? Like any good spy thriller you have to maintain your cover and your cover is that you're just a person and you're not the prince right when he met everybody he says hi my name is so and so i am not the prince that was his way of making sure so totally subtle and one day about 6 months in or maybe a year in he gets a letter from his father and the letter says hey, it's good dad a really good dad I remember this kid even even back in the day when, you know, all bets were off. Anyway, so he sends a letter to his son. He says, I'm, I care about you. I'm missing you. I'm thinking about you. And I know this must be difficult for you. And it's so difficult for me to not, for you not to be here and for me not to be with you. But it's for the, for the right reasons, for the, for the causes, for the betterment of yourself, for your growth, for the benefit of the kingdom ultimately. And, 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 and stay strong. And I love you. And I miss you. And keep on learning about the country and become a great leader in your own right. And he read this letter and he became so happy. He was filled with love and filled with the desire to celebrate because of this connection. What's he gonna do? He wants to throw a party, but he can't tell everybody. Sorry, he wants to celebrate, but he can't tell his friends that like, oh, the king sent me, my father, the king sent me this letter because it's all a mission. It's all, you know, it's all a ruse. Can't say that. So what does he do? He goes to the bar. And he says to the bartender, he says to everybody in the bar, the next round, on me. L'chaim, everyone, right? You just picture the beer, the beer mugs, right? The the frothy. Oh,
4: right.
0: <laughs> Anyway, everyone's clanking, L'chaim! Picture like Viking era style, I don't know why. Anyway, L'chaim and... The next round, lachaim, and everyone's eating. It's a kosher bar. They're eating and drinking. Maybe it's not a Jewish king. Who knows? They're eating and drinking and they're celebrating and everyone is, everyone is happy because of the food and the beverage. And he's happy because the king, because he has a relationship with the king. The Yantar Rebbe says, On Yamtif, the soul wants to celebrate. But how does the soul celebrate when it's tethered to a body? It can't. So what does it do? It says to the body, Come. Let's eat some good food, right? We have some barbecue pulled beef on toasted Texas toast. No, you went. You went straight to Yom Kippur. <laughs> There's so many others. Uh, oh, the is Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the tequila at the end of Yom Kippur. I went to Yom Kippur. How awkward. Uh, let's go straight to Sukkot. Because Sukkot in Atlanta is legendary. Am I right? Sukkot is legendary. Atlanta is like legendary for Sukkot. Anyway, that's, that's the truth. So imagine it's Sukkot. Not imagine it's Sukkot. So the soul wants to celebrate, but it can't. Right? It's like, it's like how the free to explains uh, um, Hakafas, Right? The, the Torah wants to dance, but it can't. It has no legs. Right? That's where we come in. So the, so the neshama wants to celebrate, but it can't. How's the neshama on its own? Stuck to a body. So it says to the body, come, let's eat, let's celebrate. And while it's celebrating on that end, it's celebrating on this end. And, and I think in a similar way, we're saying that even when consciously our bodies, our minds even believe that we have this need for physical reasons on a deeper level, it's the soul's hunger, it's the soul's thirst, the soul has an intention. The real question is, if we're not aware of that intention, can we fulfill the dir If we don't have that intentionality, in other words, if we're not aware of it, what what are the odds that we're going to flip it for the for the positive? What are the odds that we're going to divest this thing of its physical um, uh, cloak and reveal its inner soul? If our physical cloak is still very much girded to our being, you guys That's with me not on possible,
5: that? because just living creatures is a testament
0: to a god. Oh. So one could argue, good, I like that. One could say that just existing on some level is also fulfilling the Ratsun of Hashem on some level. But again, the more we're aware of it, I think the, more, the, more, the, the, the greater divestment happens, i.e. the, the shedding of the, of the external garments of that thing, the more we shed our external garments of our consciousness, the more we can shed the garments of the, of, of the world around us. And I think that is literally... The purpose of Chassid, well, one of the major ideas of Chassidus and the objective of uh, one of the major objectives of Chassidus is to raise and to really um, to promulgate, as it were, this type of consciousness so that we are aware of it and therefore we can relate to the world in a different way. All right, Yud. that's it. This is the final stretch. We got a few more paragraphs and uh, clear to land. Yod. On their phone, hot, yad, this from here we got a lesson. Every year it has a lesson. says nit it's not enough. Here we go. It's not enough that inside you're good. Your inner intention should come out also in a revealed way. In other words, be aware of your soul's thirst, desire and therefore when a Jew stands on a shun asking for their physical needs other or even their spiritual needs, there's the inner aleicha which claims, which claims how, 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 how long are you going to be drunk you're such a, a grubby young that you're that you're standing before Hashem and thinking about yourself. How unbecome, how uncouth of me to do so. <speaking in Hebrew> Nonetheless, you have to answer these things. The other I'm on the contrary. <speaking in Hebrew> this itself brings out the question, elicits the answer. Chanah's answer, as <speaking in> by <Hebrew> By every Jew, afilu dervas, dervayla, trach, dervegin, zayna hits hits darchusin, sulibzich. Even for the Jew that, as of right now, currently is only thinking of themselves selfishly, is the pnimiyus from the bakasha. But the truth of the Bakash is an inyan fun veeshbach as nafshel upnei Hashem. Their soul is pouring out before Hashem, and oyskus from pnimiyus and nafsh. It's an expression of the core of the soul was is gewurdwurdwurgbach which is connected and 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 uh and cleave to Hashem einzagd that's must be sport one what one with Hashem und geschäme wie der end von khana hot in ganzen verein für verein für eli and just like khana's answer completely removed completely resolved um, Eli's claim against her, because as the uh, contrary, Eli agreed with her, and he gave her a bracha and a promise that Hashem should and will deliver uh, your request, what you're asking for. So to Hashem, will, the Rebbe says, will uh, fulfill the request of the every Jew for a good and sweet year literally in 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 blessing that is good in a revealed way the with family health and sustenance and all in a broad Amen. 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 Okay. So, what's the point? You know, even here at the end, it kind of like goes a little bit back and forth. He says that the lesson for everyone is, it's interesting. It's almost like he starts the the ice and then finishes almost in a different place. He says that every Jew, what's the point? That everyone, it's not enough that inside that's the truth, but you you should bring that outside. You should be aware of what you're really asking for. You're really asking for Hashem. And then he says, and this is true for every Jew, even the one who doesn't know that they're asking for it. So what are we saying? Are we saying that we should know or it's fine if we don't know? But, yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. I mean, I think I know. We
4: should try to reveal it. We should know try to reveal even it. even if it doesn't feel
0: that way. Good, right. You know, even sure. if it doesn't feel like that, even if we're not aware of it, that is the truth. Right. And if we know that that's the truth, then we're going to start thinking about it a little bit more. Right. So this can transform our feel experience on Rosh Hashanah. And the title of of today's session was Your Needs Are Holy. And the point is that our needs are holy. It's not just selfish needs, it's holy needs.
4: Can you go back to the relationship piece? How does this tell you about relationships in general?
0: So when it comes to relationships, again, one thought is, if so, uh, the selfish mode is that I love you in the context of me, fish love, right? Then you have... The, the, then one would say that that's complete distortion of what love is and love is complete um, respect and surrender to the other. In other words, I, if I love you, then I'm not thinking about um, what I need or what I want. I'm thinking completely about you. But then on, on this, on this com- almost hybrid level, um, this more nuanced level, the ultimate upshot of this is that there is a space to think about what we need in the context of the relationship. In other words, in order for me, and, and, and we, talk, we talked about this a little bit before, but we can we understand this two ways. Either in order for me to give to you, there are things that I need. In other words, and not necessarily from you, but things that I need. So I need to have, you know, I need to be in a good place in order to give, although that's not an excuse, if I'm not in a good place not to give, but that's, that's, that's a need that I might have. Um, or I could say that in order for... Um, how do we directly connect it in order for you to have what you want i need to i, I don't know, that would be along it would be those like lines a yeah Not- no, but it's also i think it's also valid in human relationship, but the challenge is that it's important that we don't um we don't we don't weaponize this okay. as That's- as as creating um like this artificial sense of. Surrender when it's really selfish. Right. It's like, oh, you're construing this as my needs. No, this is not my needs. These are our needs, or these are only my needs insofar as you go. Mm-hmm. So I'm really thinking about you, even though you're only thinking about yourself. So you're saying it's only possible to convert between human relationships, or relationship? not always assume that we're really connecting to. I mean, I don't know. Maybe M- M- we could say that there's also deep down we're also thinking about that. But I think the way human relationships work, I think that. The way it manifests consciously is very important. With Hashem, I mean, he's giving us a little bit of a mulligan over here. He's giving us a little bit of a pass to say, like, even when you're not aware of it, when you're with Hashem, you're at least your Hashem. So we're gonna give you a pass, it's still kosher, it's still holy. Think about it a little bit more, a little bit less, whatever, it's still holy. But I think that the real danger in a relationship, I think there, there has to be a little bit more care given to this to make sure that it's not done in a way where um, where we are um weaponizing and really then objectifying, because again the the danger is looking at someone else, viewing their value only insofar as our needs that's really what what this comes down to in the human part of it, and everyone knows what that feels like everyone knows what it feels like when someone is only i mean is only looking at the, in any relationship when someone is only looking at you um um for what they need that does that's not that's not that doesn't yeah. As the
2: relationship
0: right. That's so not a, uh, right. That's not like, uh, it's
5: not sustainable.
0: Right. That's not a sustainable
5: issue. With Hashem, we also, we actually need those things to survive. We need, right. That's why I think, with the human. So you could find somebody else to give us. I think say, we need that from yeah. you, but it's misguided. Like, we don't actually need those things from another person.
3: Right. You're like, saying there's like, other I ways to get, to get that. Be nice to me. Right. Yeah, I don't need that. Right.
5: I would like it. But I'm saying, like, when we ask Hashem for our needs, like, we really need them to try right. And only from Him. Resource,
0: so maybe right. that's the right. distinction.
5: Right.
0: Maybe that's why we say that there is this threshold by which we can't go past. In other words, there's always going to be some element of holiness there because it is a need and Hashem is the boss. And if we're turning to Hashem, that's already a step of awareness, even if we're not aware of the awareness. Well, so are
1: you saying that anything we, I want to go back to anything we struggle with personally in Yiddishkeit we really are not struggling with that and we really want to do that. 100%,
4: that's our whole Nefeteli kiss. Sorry, I just answered Here saying you're saying you're right. <laughs> <laughs> No, but isn't that true? So sorry about the pencil. Oh, that too. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> kidding, yeah. No, but that's- Like, there's things like- We know our Nefeteli like
0: kiss. With
4: women,
1: there's like this whole array of things that can be very hard to keep in Yiddishkeit, and you're saying that really I want to keep it, even though I'm like, this is so hard. Your soul. Is that what you're saying? Your soul, like your soul does. <laughs>
0: I don't know. not
3: going to answer that one. I don't know.
0: Wait, hold on. Hold on. Are you asking, okay. does our neshama want to do the right thing even when we are, yeah, even when we not find it hard you to feel, it. feel that through? Yeah.
1: That's yes. yeah. fair to say. Sure. To do do.
0: I'm just reframing it into sounding a little safer. I just, I just reworded I'm not that. A
4: rabbi. i don't have to have it as Yes. Just, <laughs> just, well, it's very just very a very crazy
1: very,
2: thought very, I know but we tell uh, that exactly. to That's an existential belief about Yiddishkeit That like we want good Like we want to be close to God We want the right thing and then our externalities like, cover that up Our humanness messes up I know us but up. so much of our
1: Yiddishkeit we do I do this <laughs> is uncomfortable in this But I don't do that because I don't want to do that you're saying I actually
5: wanted to. Hundred
1: like,
2: percent. You're human. Like, it's you're human. I don't
4: think it's so black and white. Like yeah. Like There's not like one. No, way but it is. No, tani- but tani- it is. It's very black yeah. and white. You're gonna like this. You're gonna to You're everything godly, you're gonna
5: to like this. Yeah. opposite.
2: Right. When
4: it
5: comes to
2: for sure,
4: naturally, we're not our deeds. The way are we respond is not black and white. But
5: our internal is very black and no, white. That's not how we respond. The things that are right or the things that are wrong, I'm saying. What about them? It's very simple to say, like, there's the right way to live, and I'm living the wrong way. I'm saying, uh, I like, I, even within Alaha, there's 12 shatim, there's right. whatever. But, but we're not we're talking saying, about the outcome. Yeah. or like the outcome. We're right we're now, we're talking about the feeling. She's saying, do
4: I actually want to do the right thing? Well, saying, she's saying, what's what the right saying? thing? Ultimate, oh. right. Like, the right thing is... Well. is Hashem, whatever yeah. that
5: is. I'm just saying, it's, I know that there, that does exist, but I'm saying, it's, I don't think
0: it's so simple. Everyone wants to be Lubavitch.
2: <laughs>
0: There's no other path. I'm kidding. I think that's what your point is. Right? Everyone has a different path. So, their soul. There's a
1: different nice way to do the
0: right thing. No, so, so the soul wants to do, wants to express its connection. And that might look a little bit different, but overall, it's a connection. That's the point. The question is connection or disconnection for that soul? So even in a moment where a person is consumed with self right. and therefore not in that space of conscious connection, you say that, there's, that there's, um, there's shades of manifestation of that even expressing itself. And it's not, it's not um, diametrically opposed. In other words, the experience of asking for what you need is not opposed to surrendering to Hashem because there's a way to reconcile those two. The question is, in a situation where there's no reconciliation, would we say the same thing? That's the question. Can there be a situation that has no reconciliation? That's another question. That's a very good question. I'm glad I asked it. Kidding. I th- no, I think that would be a valid question.
1: Reconciling? Thank you so much. This was really fascinating. Excellent. Yes. Pleasure. On multiple levels. There's <laughs> so many levels. Like, <laughs>
0: I like that I like that
5: Thank you so much. pleasure,
2: that. Thank
0: you. pleasure. That. Thank you. right right
5: than we do to- <laughs> there's also- right meaning- right and
0: the simple reason is because I care about my life more than Hashem is king right because Hashem wants you actually wants you to think about that not only because biological and existential but because if He put us here He wants us to be here to do what we have to do so the existence of us you have to be here and then layer that with the mission but you have to first and foremost you have to be here that was, yeah, I, we went through it kind of quickly, but that's a beautiful idea. I don't know
5: why I'm not yeah. in here, but if like, the, the king rain, really wanted his best relationship, that
4: and he had the ringer written on the he sent away, Maybe
0: he
4: sent his son away. She was about the message 10 minutes ago. That's, that is true also. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Thank you Sarah.
0: could also have that idea of, um, of the trauma.
3: I love that. I'm yeah. happy to help. Yeah. No, I, I, I wanted to be My mother's the first one. So okay. okay. oh, so I would love to. Okay, that's